Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Circuit 42, starting the year 2022 off right, and hopefully better than 2016 through 2021. Just, uh. if not the podcast, but the world as a whole. And you know what? We are starting off right with the review of one of the one of those talked about movies of last year, Spider-Man No Way Home. Why is there No Way Home? You need a map. Buddy. Why is these titles so horrible? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a, a fourth one, how can they use home? Hey, 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 you leave Spider-Man Homeward Bound alone. It's going <laughs> to have Spider-Dog. He's going to be flipping and barking. Nope, it's going to be Spider-Man House Party. <gasps> oh my goodness, oh, that's that going to awesome. happen. Please somebody... That sounds like good. I can... Okay, picture this. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, the college years, let it's a nod to every teen movie in the 80s without the problematic crap. So here's a question. Um, if it was Spider-Man House Party, will we get a cameo by Ken and Play? Yes. Because oh. that would be awesome. Well, including the Ken and Play theater. dance? Yes! And the hair. Get that Legion from, get that Legion hair going. And I know it's too early. Why not? Because everything's coming back. And for some reason, there's going to be a DDR pad, even though it's way too far in the future for that. Actually, I know a lot of people still play DDR. <laughs> DDR! I'm the best dancing man in the world. You're too old to be here. Stop it. You're scaring me. Ow, my hips. Oh, no, I'm just talking about psych. You know you're the only adult at this arcade. Maybe you should get out of here. No, I'm going to show people I'm the best. The very best dance man. My bones! My bones! Wow. My back. I where's Andrew Garfield to help me? <laughs> crack the back. Oh boy, that that's it is kind uh, of sad that was based off a real off a real thing. Uh, because I think it was actually a, per, a permanent injury he has because of the Spider-Man movies. Are you serious? I think so. What for? Uh, for for which one? Um, Tobey Maguire. Oh. Oh. I. Th- Probably no, for Spider-Man. Um, yeah, Tobey Maguire does have back problems, and they actually wrote that into the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh. no, that scene does something for me. It's like, huh, why is this, why is this theater wet? You don't want to know. That's really gross. Somebody was <laughs> really excited about the movie. <laughs> it's a dollar theater. Welcome what to do the. Welcome, welcome, they closed out the dollar Spider-Man thirst trap. I told you it was going down there. I know, but it was but it was awesome. It was a cool dollar theater, and I'm like, what the hell? We keep the crappy dollar theater on four ten open. But not this one. Because uh, they're like, hey, bro, I'm sorry, but theaters are dying. I know, but the other theater that died got brought back. Sounds vicious. Yeah. Oh. Pat Pat. Sad, sad. Yeah, uh-huh. one, one of my, my and Dan's favorite, favorite not game memories, probably not game memories, is going to go see the, uh, dollar show of, um, what was it, playing Trades of Automobiles? At that theater? Yes. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Cause we literally just found out, like, I was looking, I was looking, I was looking on my phone, it's like, dude, they're showing it right now, like 30 minutes. That's was a- that in the lamented, uh, Valerian? We saw that. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, the dollar, the dollar theater near my house has officially closed. So, mm-hmm. pour it out to all the dollar theaters in the world. 
This was actually this was actually a good dollar theater. It was a Regal Fiesta, so they kept that shit up. Oh yeah, this I think it's mine. It's called Regal too, too. Like yeah. like this Regal Silver Theater. Silverado, Bam Bam, Cowboys. Where they where they have well, you still have like like really really old video games and not like the vintage. Wait, they go way back. There was that one kick-ass auto theater so, off of Elliot, near the one that we did all the think, cult uh, at. And I know, like, the, the Alamo Draft House is no longer in Arizona anymore. It's, we just mm-hmm. had the Majestic the-, the Majestic Theater, which sounds very, which sounds like I should go to a Broadway show. <laughs> yeah, things are starting to be shut down, mainly because people aren't going out. For movie theaters, that was always a thing even before COVID became a thing. Uh, so it's kind of like really starting to catch up with everything. I think the saddest thing that happened during COVID for me is when they shut down I Love Video. Yeah. That place had been going for so long. It had literally everything you could think of you can get there. But here's the thing. Whenever I come in there, I didn't see anybody. Yeah, like because by the time that it... Well, when I always went in there, it was always busy. It depends on when you went in. Remember a time when, uh, when movie, th- when you go to a movie theater and realize it was just been sold out? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's the funny thing, like, I know people complain about, like, you know, like, nostalgia and stuff, or like, going to the, being online and shit, and I'm like, that's not fun. Unless you live in Arizona, or Texas. Um, mm-hmm. so you don't die. Yes. Um, but, um, online reservations and all that's just been so much easier. I think the only time I actually, often enough, the only time I saw a movie actually completely sell out of theater was when they did a screening of Akira here at mm-hmm. the Alamo Draft House here in San Antonio, because I basically used, like, Facebook and everything to hype the shit out of it. And apparently they sold out the entire theater. They had to move it to the main theater, and then they actually opened it up for the entire weekend. Because it was supposed to be well, one showing one night, and they expanded to like two different theaters for two nights. And um, I had basically done a big push for it, and I talked to the people at work there, and I asked if I could possibly get involved in it, or they could give some kind of credit for the promotion of work that had been done. And they told me that, oh, well, our other anime shows do fine. And I'm like, yeah, but those were free. This one you had to pay for. Yeah. Mm. But either way, seeing <gasps> Akira in, in a full theater full of full of fans and nerds was pretty awesome. But that's Spider Man. So back to Spider Man. Yeah, let's talk about the the one thing that makes us ha- happy and, and a little bit sad. So I'm just gonna. Start. Now, I know usually we don't really save our ratings or our overall opinions to the end, to the very end. And in this case we are, but I wanna I wanna ask everyone on here. What was your first what what did you walk in expecting when you came in? Uh, okay, um me. Me first. Um here's the thing, here's my honest opinion about the whole experience. I came in feeling kinda like meh, because I to be honest, I'm not a big Tom Holland fan. And nothing against him or anything. It's just that we've already seen Tobey Maguire. We've already seen Andrew Garfield. I'm like, I know everyone is like, like, 
praising him from the from the mountain up. I'm like, eh, it's okay. But then again, I'm pretty jaded. So, but I was like, okay, I heard good things about him. What's so great about him? And coming out, watch after watching this movie, I'm thinking, okay, you finally changed my tune. And there's many reasons, but we'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about why it changes my tune. And also the fact that, you know, we've been through two very, very white Spider-Mans. I need Miles Morales. I need Gwen Stacy. I need Silk. I need Spider, like Spider-Girl. It doesn't matter if it's the May Parker or Anya. I need a different Spider-Man, Spider-Person. The fact that we're going to be getting Miguel O'Hara Played by Oscar Isaacs, at least the animation is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I would actually like to see the Indian Spider-Man, uh, Profiteer Propagar. Ooh. Um, he had a little one, he had a miniseries back in 2004. And mm-hmm. his costume is really, really cool. Uh, just look up Spider-Man India. Ooh. Sadly, no musical numbers. Pooh. Yeah. Although, unless you count Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> No one counts Turn Off the Dark. Hey, they have some really good bangers. Yeah, but they also killed people. Or oh, yeah. not killed people, severely injured them. This is why this is why animation works in <laughs> musicals. Ooh. Less possibly, less possibly for murder. Oh, you saw the costume? Is that cool? Costume? The Spider-Man Hold India. On. Hold on. Hold that thought. Spider-Man, India. Okay. Nice. That's freaking awesome, right? Okay. And so, as a teacher with a with a good chunk of an Indian population, I would they would probably get on board with that. Dude, also you need to point out the fact that the entire creative team is Indian as well. Nice. Yeah. That's good. That's a lot better than you know some other properties. <laughs> and that was back in two thousand four. What? Yeah. Um, what happened? Uh, I mean, literally the creators of the art, Sharad Devarajan, Javan Khan, Javan Kane, and Suresh Sitaraman. You cannot get more Indian than that. Yes. Anyway, Dan, what's your, what, 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 what do you? What was your first impression? What did you go and expect from that? I was expecting some kind of multiversal event set up, because similar to what's coming with uh, Multiverse of Madness. So I knew that we, we were going to get stuff like Dr. Doc Ock, the, Liz, uh, the Lizard, uh, and as well as uh, uh, the Green Goblin, etc. But I also was going into hoping that, since we were doing multiple Spider-Mans, like Sandra was kind of saying, they kept hinting at a different Spider-Man that should be, uh, even like during the one of the lines, it's like, man, I, I thought you would be, based on the way you were, I thought you were going to be black. And I'm like, man, that all this awesome. time they keep, they keep hinting toward Miles Morales and stuff, but Sony decides, no, gotta keep it white. Yeah, it's not just that, but Disney too. Well, yeah, actually, weirdly enough, this was, I remember when they released the hacks, apparently Disney had approached them about my, about bringing in Miles Morales into live action instead of animation. 
Mm-hmm. And they actually said, and the, this is one of the emails that was leaked during those hacks. They like the guys from Sony actually said Spider Man is going to be white, he's going to be male, and he's going to be Peter Parker if we do Spider Man. Yeah, like Disney was actually pushing for them to bring in Miles and hinting that we they could, and then yeah, Sony just shut them down. And that was one of the emails that was leaked. I don't know. They did kind of hint to Miles in this movie. As well as, you know, far from, uh, homecoming, so maybe we'll get Miles in the next movie. I'm really we'll hoping. See. Yeah, I'm like, cause here's, I wrote this on my nose is that there's rumors that Tom Holland is going through a quarter life crisis and thinking of stepping out of Spider-Man, so maybe the next, if there is a, gonna be a new MCU movie or next Spider-Man movie with him, he would just pass the torch to someone. But then they're saying he's also lined up for six more movies, or three more movies. I think with the, his recent thoughts on Spider-Man, I don't think it's him wanting to step away. It's more like he's done it for a while, and he's having that typical jitters that even uh, uh, fucking uh, Robert uh, Downey Jr. had, where he was like, I've been on this character way too long. Because he initially wanted to step away originally back after Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And then he decided to stay on. I think we're having that same situation with uh, with uh, with him right now, where he's not sure if he wants to stay on. He wants to continue because he's done three very large movies. Well, and then of course the Avengers movies he's been part of as well, or any crossovers he's been in. So I can get you know you're trying to also get your career kind of established, and at the same time he wants time, to be James Bond. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want that to happen. And apparently Broccoli, uh, the studio behind James Bond, actually just told him no, flat out. I mean, it's fine. And that's like, kind of led to, like, him being in, in chart, uh, was that, what's that, what's that one movie with, that's based on a video game? Uncharted. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Why, why are they having him be Tom Holland age, where he looks perpetually 15? Oh, I want to give him a hug! And corrupt him and stuff. Wow. Wait, um, wait, what? Um, Sandra, remember, folks, Sandra's a teacher, an educator. I'm kidding. Okay, okay, joking, joking, joking. I mean, like, <laughs> I we know to. he's 25 or something. I know. He's 25. Yeah, but he's 25. I, I'm I, like, here's, back to my, back to what I'm saying. Um, I'm just hoping if this, he would pass the torch to, to, like, you know, their big, their other big spider-related superheroes, like Ghost Spider and Miles Morales. Just like how Steve Rogers passed the, the shield to Sam Wilson, Clint Barton passed the the arrow to Kate Bishop, and Natasha Romanoff passed passed the the widow, widow shooters to Yelena. What's her? I don't can't pronounce her last name. <laughs> I want widow shooters. That'd be awesome. Flipping all around. It's about past. It's like going going to like phasing phase four is basically ghosts. Passing the torch to someone else. Yelena Belova. Belova. Oh, that's yeah. a sexy last name. See, that's I'll, a say, name. I'll say with Spider-Man, I don't think he's going to pass the torch just yet. We might get additional Spider-Man to join him. <gasps> or Amazing friends. <laughs> Firestar. <laughs> Hashtag. I said this to my friends. Hashtag get Spider-Man friends. Or, yep. like, we can even, like, tackle some of the bigger Spider-Man stories. 
uh, that aren't specifically centered around the main villains he's had. Like, uh, I feel like there's still definitely room here now that they've basically gotten his origin story out of the way. It'd be foolish to reboot yet again at this point. We haven't seen yeah. Black Cat, so. Which is so yeah. weird. It could Honestly, be like... I think they're setting her up for a later appearance if they bring her in at all. Well, apparently this next, because we're really just watching these movies, we're definitely getting to that later. The, the Homecoming movies are basically a trilogy. Um, it's the Home Trilogy? Homeward Bound? Hashtag Dog <laughs> Parker? Whole... Aw, he needs a, he's a rescue. He needs a <laughs> forever home. Good Cosmo Spider-Man. That's, rumors <laughs> confirmed. I'm sure the next title is going to have a different name because yeah, the I think trilogy is more. No easy. home. Yeah. <laughs> no. No more homes movies. I don't think that's happening anymore. I think they were like, we want to make these three specifically home related because they're his, uh, basically his origin story and it sets up the, and his, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, that was rough though. That was, oh my goodness. Okay. We need I, to talk about I, I Aunt May and, and, and some, and this Ben Parker erasure. I feel like it's erasured in my opinion. Dude, you know what I would do? Just be a dick. I would call the next, like the next Spider-Man series trilogy the New Day trilogy, and make it Spider-Man Brand New Day, Spider-Man Old Day, and Spider-Man like Garbage Day. <laughs> <laughs> one more day, and it'll be like them singing the One More Day from Les Misérables. Well, this was basically in One More Day done right. Yes, I was no. thinking like even I wrote it on my notes like One More Day has like. Is this basically one more day? I was thinking, okay, what other half-baked Spider-Man storylines they could, like, Oh, fix? my God. They totally should just fuck with it and be like, hey, remember when him and Gwen Stacy had kids and Gwen Stacy banged Roman Osborn? None of these characters exist. Nope, we found a way. Time no, they're actually close. Actually, in the storyline, they've actually established that never happened. Yeah, but it was really bad. So yeah. Cool. They just retconned it out of the Yeah, story. I saw that one. And the, Oh, yeah. And let me tell you about the comic. I found out from the comics is that Peter Parker has a long-lost sister. Oh, dude. No, that comic is awesome. Um, yeah, but I was like, ooh, maybe they can add that to, like, because you never heard about the Parker family. I know. Uh, they brought uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Harry, not Harry Potter. Sorry, Harry back, Harry Osborne back, because he's apparently alive again, or cloned, or whatever. I don't care anymore. Yeah, kill Mike Leiter. And they brought back Mike Leiter. Basically, they established that Norman Osborne never actually got with Gwen, and it was an implanted memory. And literally, Uh, Gwen Stacy was never a victim of Norman Osborne. You know what? I'm fine with that. I'm honestly fine with that, because this is one of the worst stories ever. I read that for the first time. And I'm like, at least the Diodato art. You threw your comic across the room, huh? I'm not gonna throw my tablet across the room. That's not like a fair oh. idea. That is not a comic you physically buy. You, you kind of like press off very, very firmly. Yeah, I read the whole thing and I was like, the sad thing is, I know that the stories between that and One More Day are actually good, and it just made me take a break. I'm like, this is so bad that I'm going to take a break from reading good comics because they immediately follow up on this comic. You need some comics me with serotonin in them, like like Jeff the Land Shark. There's literally yeah. two bad stories in the entire run, and it's that and one more day. And that's it. Right. Yeah. That's where I usually stop. Ooh, maybe the next one, it, maybe the next Spider-Man movie should be Sins Past, but it's just like that in name only. 
Spider uh, Island was pretty good. No, no, well that's Spider. well that's post JMS. Oh, the, it is post, yeah. Yeah, the Dan Slot Spider Man stuff is way better than people give it credit for. Yeah. Ooh, Spider Island. Superior Spider Man. No wait. Oh huh? dude. Okay. Um before we get into the review proper, that uh-huh. was actually one of my theories for this movie. My theory was actually the fact that and I was totally wrong and I'm glad it was because what they did was awesome. Uh, my theory was that it was basically all set up. Dr. Octopus knew everything going on. Like, he knew about the dimensions. He was basically planning all this from the beginning. He comes into this and he tells them, oh yeah, you know, I can help you. We can do this. And then something happens to, something happens and there's an injury and he tells, and he basically just tells Peter, Hey, you know what? If we can take my mind and your body, and if I can take the, everything I know and bring it to you, you can stop them. You'll have the memories of them. And then we actually have the plot twist be that he's actually, they, that they're, that they're doing superior Spider-Man, and that he takes over his physical body. It's, um, wacky shenanigans ensue. <laughs> and death. Yeah, oh yeah. But he but he got better. Yep. In the comics, they're actually teasing they're undoing one more day. He's going to be with Mary Jane again. They did that already. Didn't they? But didn't they like you know have like one that Mary, one big kiss no. as like and they got back together? They never restored the marriage. No. Just have them get married. Like honestly, let's, I think it's kind of let's lazy go to, to keep... let's go to let's let's take the Niagara Falls and get have one of those like speedy weddings there. Well, in the comics, they've established that Mephisto is the reason that they can't, that every time they try to get married, that things go wrong. <sighs> okay, wh- why not just live together? It's okay, it's just... It's like, just live in sin, guys, you're fine. Yes, it's, it's, we, we don't, we don't care. It's, it's, it's 2022. Yeah, thank it's God it's not 2021. Or 2020. Yes, you know, get them, let them have babies. But, it's fine. Man... Yeah, I think it's going to be so much better in 2022. You've seen the pattern. I know. I'm I'm it's, really, really hopeful. You also, know, it's an it election could be, year. Well, if, if what we learn about sequels, you know, the third one is always the worst. Yep. The senator of Texas, the governor, the governor of Texas, just accidentally falls off and gets rolls off a cliff on his wheelchair. Yay! <laughs> I don't know though. He's talking about legalizing weed. Now. Yeah, but he also is trying to. He also basically. I think it's more like alleviating. So, I think it's about distracting people. Yep, that's true. But so, again, I'm not a Texan person. You guys are. I'm the only Arizonan. So basically, my first impression walking into Spider-Man was that I'm watching this movie. I'm really excited for this movie. But I'm also really worried that they are going to put everything into the kitchen sink and we are going to get Spider-Man 3 2.0. That was my first, that was basically, that was my cautious optimism that I want a really cool Spider-Man with all the fan shit. But my other concern was that we would get Spider-Man 3 2.0, hashtag more powers. Um, more villains. Yeah, hashtag more villains. But, um, I mean, I was happy. Feels like a lot. They skipped over the bad Amazing Spider-Man issues, and they skipped over the Spider-Man 3 issues in this one, so that it had a cohesion where they could bring in a lot, and it's not too much at the same time. They they kind of, like, you know, fixed everything in all all the franchises. I I like the fact that they actually dealt with the, that they dealt directly with Gwen's death, because that was one of the strong things about 
Amazing Spider-Man 2 was that they actually mm-hmm. were like, this is the shit that happened. We're not going to try to sugarcoat it. it they're not going to romanticize it, glamorize it or anything. This is like, he had, this is like, this is the downside of being a superhero. Every, they will get hurt. That's and, actually what I did like about the Amazing Spider-Man movies, despite their issues, was that they felt it was that, it did bring that tentative realism, even though it was a superhero movie. It's like, it's too real for you, huh? Also, uh, what was I going to say? I, I also like the fact that, you know, he, uh, it showed that it was the breaking point for Spider-Man in those movies. Yeah. Where, where he was like, this is when I started to kill. Yeah, that that's was like, that's that, like Dark Spider-Man right there. You're just like, oh, Andrew, but why, my friend? You're you're supposed to be the chaotic and fluffy one. Well, no, that's just his hair. <laughs> but it's yes. It's like I don't need a okay, pillow so because I have Andrew Garfield hair. But then in the, he he does display this chaotic bi- bisexual energy going on. <laughs> Spider-Man. But where? Where is the blue and pink lighting? Uh, you know, you had to talk to Disney about that. They're they're running the the show. You know, you know how they are with the, the ple- pleasing the Chinese and Russian. Which is funny because it still hasn't been released in China. That explains why it got leaks on on Tumblr. Like, I don't want it, uh, and also on Twitter too. Like Dude, the uh, fact that it's made one point six billion dollars. Without being released in China is kind of insane. Yeah, it's like, come on, just be good. Yeah. You don't have to please them. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say going in, um, I loved it. Like honestly, for me, this and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse are, if not tied, if not one and two. Or if not tied, definitely my top two Spider-Man movies. Okay, after going, after coming out of it, I really like this. It's like, it turned my, turned my opinion around, and it's actually the best. So, this is like, ah, uh, it's like, I have to pick, let's see, Spider-Verse, No Way Home, Spider-Man, uh, one and Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man one and Spider-Man, Spider-Man, two. Spider-Man two and then the original and the very first Spider-Man. Those are my favorites. Yeah, for me, if I had a top three, it would be this, uh, Spider-Verse and Spider-Man two. Definitely. Mm. I, everyone loves Spider-Man two. <laughs> yeah, except bad people. Oh, pish posh. That's not fair. I, I'm sure, like, um, I'm sure, like, Adolf Hitler's in, his, in hell being like, dude, even I like that movie. Because <laughs> it has J. Jonah Jameson and his weird mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that seems familiar. But, um. Okay. Alright. Uh, you, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Something I, something, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up because Marvel has gotten really, really good at the whole digital de-aging process for their actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was talking to somebody, they didn't realize, I guess they, they're not super familiar with Alfred Molina, and they were like, dude, he looks awesome, what the hell, how does that man not age? And I told him, no, that was all digital. And he's, like, he is a, um, 
he's kind of an older potato of a man now. Like that was with his with his moves. Yeah, that that was impressive because it literally looked like he did in Spider-Man Two, yeah. and that was seamless. And I'm like, holy crap! Is there any like digital de-aging for uh, William Defoe here? No, <laughs> which is insane. Nice. Like, if you look up Willem Dafoe, like, right now, he just, he just looks like that. Oh. Like, Psych- he... Psychotic? Yeah, but, you know, at least he's got a good head of hair. Yeah. He still has it had, aged. Like, it, it is still... Chaotic but, fluffy. Yeah. It's not like he hasn't aged, though. You could definitely still see the aging. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody ages. Oh, well, of course. You have to... I mean, especially going through a bi- a giant theater screen. Yeah. But, um, dude, he was so fucking good in that movie. Oh my goodness, the villains. Let's talk about the villains. Yes. The Sinister Six minus one. So, we totally, they, 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 they totally made up, uh, made up to, to, um, to Jamie Foxx for just doing him wrong in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Talk about a 180. Yeah, I love it, like, you guys. Oh my goodness, he's cool. Oh, dude, he's a badass. I love it. Yeah. Like he got a he got a, a literal glow up. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dan? What do you think? I uh, sorry. As far as what? As far villains. as villains and like we were talking about, like the 180 that Jamie Fox got from Amazing Spider-Man 2 to this. I mean, they definitely did a re uh, development of how his character looks because uh, he looked pretty horrible in Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2. Well, let's talk about his whole persona. Like, it's just such an improvement over, like, the I'm trying to be a nerd, oh no, that he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And now it's Especially like, the interaction between him and, um, what, let's call, let's call him Peter 2. <laughs> uh, Peter 3, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't get over the motivation to, I must stay here because I am a nobody back there. But I'm like, uh, but dude. Nobody knows who you, you were, are. You were a scientist back there, and you were very well respected within that community. Now you just want to start fresh here? I, I, I don't get you. Well, dude, I mean, if your other world was the Amazing Spider-Man <coughs> 2, uh, wouldn't you want to try to start, wouldn't you want to stay there here too? That's fair. Eh. I'd say anyway, the same for it- the original too. Anyway, so so you got yourself Lizard, Doc Ock, uh, Green Goblin, Electro, and Sandman. Yep. Which Where's I ben? found very interesting. He I know where they are. They got they're still getting drunk in Mexico. With Venom. Try to try to figure out the MCU and <laughs> leaving their little little baby behind. Well, I'm thinking that's implied that that will be the Sinister Six. But that's why I said this is a Sinister Six minus one. Five point one. I did find it interesting that the guy that plays uh, Sandman was not actually on set at any time. They they did like very small bits, and then they did some voiceovers, but he was really not present during the shooting. Well, he didn't really have to be. All right. Yeah. Yes. It's not. I'm not sure if that's a COVID I, thing or something or what. They used composite shots, apparently, in this case. And so he never actually was on set or needed to be on set. They just did voiceovers. 
That's all he needs to do to, to put in his parts. I will say this. I didn't even think about that the whole time when I was watching the movie. Like, oh, yeah. Like, if he had told me, I would think he was actually there. But and that they no. had just done, like, green screen sacrifices. The interaction, that, you know what? That actually makes it even more impressive because, like, they interacted with him as if you had an actor right there, as if you had him right there, and they did the sound effects after. Which actually yeah. makes it more impressive because it felt natural. It felt like he was mm-hmm. right there. Because otherwise, you're basically talking to a tennis ball, like on like '90s green screen, or like George Lucas <laughs> green cats. screen of any movie. I felt Lizard really got the short end of the stick of the movie, oh, yeah. along, along right. with yeah. And Sandman, to a certain extent, had the short end of the stick. I guess if they had to choose three villains that were going to be the big focus, which is going to be, of course, Doc Ock, uh, Green Goblin, and of course the Lizard, uh, not the Lizard, uh. Electro. Those are going to be the three that they chose. We'll, we'll take the most interesting characters in each fran- in each franchise. Yeah. I, I get that. I, I appreciate it. It's just like, man, I wish they had given him a little bit more screen time. And also, and also, Jamie Foxx, you are awesome, so we'll give you more money and do, and more screen time. Shocker's like, what about me? Not you. Shocker. Did you get shot? Like, they reference, uh, uh, rhino, but that's about it. I I'm, got hit by a rhino! Poor, okay. Poor, poor Peter 3. Let me give, here's some candy. <laughs> I still wish that with the, with, um, with Spider-Man 2, they, like, keep the first rhino scene in there, because that was always a thing you kind of had the smaller fight against whatever villain. I wish they had not kept, I wish they had not had the rhino in the second fight. Because apparently it was supposed to end with him at the funeral, and you would have actually met his father. Like, you found out he was actually still alive. And I've seen the alternate ending, and it's awesome. Like, it actually is just him at the funeral in the winter, and then you get this moment between him and his actual father, and he doesn't believe him for a minute. And then he's basically like, why did you lie all this time? And it's like, so we could have had that emotional closure, but Sony at their most Sony-ish was like, no, we oh. gotta have a fight. Sony got a Sony. Oh, speaking of which, um, apparently the producer of the Spider-Man movies up to that point, when Kevin Feige had suggested that he did, they basically let them work on the movies to help out instead, she actually threw a sandwich at him. Like she was actually mad at him for even suggesting the idea and threw a sandwich at him when he had first brought it to her. For what? I'm because. Sorry. Because when they were when Amazing Spider-Man two underperformed, uh-huh. they she asked Kevin Feige for ideas, and his idea was why don't you let us t- why don't you let us work on it and bring the <laughs> character in, and she got mad at him and threw a sandwich at him, and I'm like what the fuck, who does that? It's like who throws a shoe? <laughs> a sandwich. Let's hope it's a let's hope it's a just a peanut butter jelly sandwich. It's like, what the fuck? I'm very I don't confused. know. It's like, there's so many politics going on behind the scenes. They, they should write a, a novel about it. <laughs> yep. Oh, Amy, Amy, uh, Pascal, uh, threw a sandwich at Kevin Feige when he, um, when he suggested that. And then, and then, and then they rec- and they re- and then there's a new Peter Parker in town. Yep. And then there was this whole Mishagas between Sony and and Disney, like a custody battle. But then they're like, wait, $1.6 billion? Okay! Keep going! And also, yeah, the whole, the whole like, the No Way Home thing is like, 
Well, we got all this money. What now? Well, Andrew Garfield's still working. And, uh, we'll take, we'll, that'll give Tom Holland a break. <laughs> By the way, how fucking awesome was it seeing Charlie Cox's Daredevil? Or as Matt Murdock, at least. I am not Daredevil. A, he is a really good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> uh, was good. It was good. It was a nice look. After seeing, like, Kingpin and Hawk and Hawkeye, yep. this is like, yay! This is a good, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good month for, for Marvel fans. Dude, that was so cool. Dan, cause I know you, I know, um, when I talked to you before, you had brought, brought up those photos. I think even you and I were both convinced after a little while that the photo with him might have been doctored. Uh, the, the, the image that was leaked with Charlie Cox, because remember when you and I had talked about them confirming, uh, Charlie Cox as Daredevil, you were like, well, how soon are they really going to bring him on? It could be like forever from now. But like when that moment happened, that was just, that was cool. It was like, hey, Daniel, you were right. It's great. Well, well, no, you told me that he probably wasn't going to be in there. He's probably going to be there in a couple movies then, but. I no, I said he was going to be in there. I also mentioned the fact that, uh, the, uh, the other two Spider-Men were in there. They just were green screened out. I think that's what you're really talking about. I didn't really believe about the two Spider-Mans at first. Like, okay, this sounds like a, sounds like a joke because we, I, I don't know why. I, I think I got burned with the whole, the whole Pietro thing. Peter Pietro thing. Exactly. In That's why I was so doubtful about this. I was like, oh no. Hmm. No, I got hurt before. And then what, and then the moment came like, ah! uh, You could tell with my theater the people who actually had watched the show and who hadn't. Cause that was the most awkward half applause I've ever seen. Oh my god, and me too. I was like, I was screaming, and then I'm like, wait, am I the only one? This is awkward. Okay, I'll shut up now. You're like, crap, mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing in the theater. Yeah, I just know, uh, when I first mentioned it to you, it's like, hey, they green screened him out. He's like, I don't know, we'll see when it comes out. But we had like a little bit of a debate about it for a bit. Like, we were like, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And yes, because like, the photos themselves, it looked too clean, to the point where I thought they were doctored. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a, you know, you'd be surprised how good these deep cuts are nowadays. I mean, uh, I mean we call it the, the deep fakes, they call it. Yep. You kids nowadays are your deep fakes and your hoover hoops. It's pretty fucking <laughs> awesome, actually. Yeah. And your, and your Photoshop skills. It's like, I don't think Margot Robbie was actually in Enter the Dragon, but you know, this deep fake proved me wrong. And also the fact yeah. that she's apparently Bruce Lee. <laughs> That's not Luke Skywalker. It's Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, wow. And he's gonna t- and he's gonna t- take Grogu under his wing to be a a kung fu master. <laughs> By the yeah. way, you had Sandra, you had talked to me before um, in chat about kind of the political climates of each movie, each series. I thought that was actually really interesting. Yeah, because oh yeah, I wrote I wrote a note about it because you kind of notice like they're like this is me go- putting on my tinfoil hat. So it's Sandra's tinfoil hat time. So, because I was thinking about the the, how people like in the movie react to things, like how Sam Raimi's Spider Man is it was it was released after 9/11 during the Bush administration. It was it was 
it was early on where things are a little bit more optimistic. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yes, and that whole Spartacus thing in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. No, oh, I'm Spider-Man. And I'm his friend Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and things are, but it was getting to the point where it's a little bit on the jingoist side. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, have you, have you heard about, you heard about the whole marketing thing about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trailer? Yeah. The How one, originally the it was the two, two towers. towers. Yeah. And they got changed to like something else. I thought it was so funny. All the people who assumed that was part of the movie, it's like, it was clearly meant to be a teaser trailer, not showing anything in the movie. And I'm like, I, I thought it was so funny that people assumed that was part of it. And I'm like, although no. that was kind of sweet, you know, if you take the horrible thing happen yeah. out of it, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh no, and that then, teaser is so cool. And then you got yourself, uh, the amazing Spider-Man, the one that directed by, by Webb. Ha ha ha. Nice. See, if we hire a guy named Mark Webb, he'll Mark have Webb, to know about yes. Spider-Man. His name is in it. <laughs> it was during the, the Obama administration where things are a little bit, uh, optimistic, but also kind of like you gotta th- think realistic here. Yeah. But unfortunately, the thing about ap- after, th- after the MCU, there was a whole ugly discourse about the, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. They say that it sucked and everything. And also, there's also a discourse on Sam Raimi's Spider-Man saying that's kind of hokey and cornball. They are, but, but that's why I love them. vitriol over the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. It's similar to what uh, the, 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 the negative discourse on Hamilton is, because that's also something out of the, the Obama administration, where, like, years later, there was this the ugly discourse, like, it's what's going on, this is not why... This is not history. Like, of course it's not history. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda's fan fiction. Yep. And now with the MCU, I mean, yes, it, he got his appearance during the tail end of the Obama administration, but it was during the unrest of the Trump administration, too. Yeah. And it kind of shows, like, how people were, how in the in No Way Home, there was, like, people are, like, be, are against Peter Parker after the fact. Oh, and the anti-Spider-Man conspiracist, the coach. That, yes. I, I love that part so much. This is yeah. so true. And it's so, so, so is the, the positivity, the, the positivity, the slight, the, it's, it shows like the cor- the cornball positivity of the post, the, like the, the post 9-11 era, the, the, mm, I don't know how, what kind of tone does the amazing Spider-Man has, but, also positivity, but still on the on the more realistic side of the yeah. Obama administration, and it's kind of this weird unrest of the Trump administration. Yeah, well, and the funny thing is, like the Amazing Spider-Man movies do have a dark and dark undertone to them that I appreciate it because it did separate itself from the other Spider-Man movies. I think the only thing that I know, um, my I know that the movies have their detractors, and a lot of it is based off of nostalgia for the first trilogy. But, and um, also the fact that, you know, Stan Lee just like gives his thumbs up to Tom Holland and is like, he's our Tom Holland. We like this one too because our God said so. He looked like me when I was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when you look at young Stan Lee and Tom Holland. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. The thing and like, you know, he, you know, Stan Lee will say anything just to get like, po- you know, positive feedback. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I do have my criticism of Stan Lee, but at a certain point I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna 
The brain cheese Let is that there. Sit for a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna. You can sense the brain cheese in him. Yeah. Well, the dude is he's a businessman. He's a, he's a marketing man. He 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 even talked about basically being a carnivore barker, and that's something mm-hmm. I do appreciate. Like Stanley definitely has issues, and eventually he finally gave the credit as credit is due to his co-creators. It took a long time, unfortunately. But um, but he he definitely talked about being basically being a carnivore barker, and I'm like, you know what? You're upfront about that shit, and I can I can appreciate that. Because that's what he was. He was basically the carnival barker for Marvel. And I'm like, rock on. And also, the the whole negative discourse on Amazing Spider-Man is, is because of Andrew Garfield's, like, how he wants P- Peter Parker to be bisexual, Jewish, and that kind of turned ugly for some reason. Oh. Like, yeah. There's a lot of crappy and people this, out there. And this was during, two th- the around the 2012, 2010s. Well, unfortunately, it was also right around the same time that Comicsgate came out and all that, so I wouldn't totally be surprised by, surprised by that negative response out of the basically what I call the extreme minority. Does that make sense? Yeah, because this yeah the where yeah, which explains why uh, 2016 was a crapshoot. Yep. And that's and that's Sandra's tinfoil hat time. Damn. Dan's dead. Oh no, I I killed him with my tinfoil hat rant. I'm gonna need a second guess. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so, so while Dan resuscitates. Um, okay. Yeah, I 100% agree. And uh, regarding Amazing Spider Man, I'm gonna be honest, I actually really enjoy the first Amazing Spider Man movie. Isn't that Me top too! Three? No, Me too. but it's definitely my top five. I like it. And, um,. Garfield, I'm I'm so happy for this movie because Garfield never got a fair shake, and it, Sony done him dirty. And the funny thing is, seeing him now, I could totally see if you look at if you ever read the J. Michael Spider-Man, where he ends up becoming a teacher at his old school. Uh huh. Oh yeah, totally, the science teacher. Yes. Tell me, you couldn't totally see him as like the adult Parker as the science teacher. He has like that. I'm a crazy teacher. I'm everyone's favorite teacher. Uh, personality without being like the quote unquote too cool teacher. I you know I got you know I I harp on the I harp on Tony Wire a lot to the point where I used to call him a little kind of kind of a squanchy gnome in a Spider Man suit. <laughs> but um, and I know a lot of people get mad at me for it and makes me happy. But um. Considering all the problems that he has, that he went through, like his severe alcohol alcohol issues, and if you ever look up Spider Man alcoholic or Spider Man or Tom McGuire alcoholic, Tom McGuire crazy on mm-hmm. Google, I'm like, you know what, man, you went through a lot and you got through it, and you could clearly tell watching this movie that he got through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love the fact that they really do reflect the. Not only the characters, but the actors themselves. Mm-hmm. In terms of the characters and the way they're portrayed in this movie. Because you look at the whole thing of the back problems with Toby. And the weird irony is that Andrew Garfield was probably, like, Tom McGuire had this pretty solid career going there for a little while, but like, his career, unfortunately his, unfortunately his general personality and attitude, and his, and his, unfortunately his dependency issues, 
that kind of killed his career. That's why he would get those almost like those pity movies with DiCaprio, like um, uh, what was the Great Gatsby, where he pops oh, yeah, up as a where... taxi driver. Yeah, and I, I know he has that one movie with the, and there's that weird movie with um, Jake Gyllenhaal where they play oh. Block Brothers. Wait, have you seen Brothers? No. It is fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's just like you know, just kind of weird, kind of weird when you really think about like Mysterio and Peter Parker. <laughs> well, Jake Gyllenhaal was originally supposed to play Spider-Man in Spider-Man Two <gasps> because McGuire um, had suffered an injury. Yeah. And so that's actually why, and like he had actually suffered an injury, which is part of why they reference that in the new movies. And um, he was able to get back. He was able, he was able to recover for the movie. But that's actually part of why they brought Gillen Hall in as Mysterio and had him basically impersonate a superhero. Yeah. Yeah, because he was originally going to play Peter, and honestly, a Jake Gillen Hall, Donnie Darko era Jake Gillen Hall, I could totally see it. He has, yes. Uh, I actually kind of, you know, appreciate Sam Raimi's Spider-Man for, like, the the lean hokiness of it. If they have the same lean and hokiness with, like, if they're going to do with, like, Fantastic Four, it'll do, it'll probably do well. Well, also, he's not doing Fantastic Four. No, 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 like, you know, like, what if there's a Fantastic Four? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, would you... have to lean in with the hokiness, like Sam Raimi, Sp- Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Well, you know who's directing Fantastic Four, right? No. Uh, John Watts, the director of the Spider-Man trilogy. Ooh. I can see that, because, because, yeah, it kind of had that, like, I don't know. I don't want to say hokiness, it's more like hokiness, like, 1%. Yeah. I saw, and also, um, oh, sorry. And, and also, I also suggest that the Fantastic Four should set up, should take place in, like, when it was first originated, in the early 60s, question mark? Well, actually, I really don't want that, to be honest. Unless you're going to use some dimensional thing to pull them into the present day. If oh, they, yeah, it has to make sense. If, anyth- if anything, I mean, because remember, they talked about the Avengers Tower being purchased. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, since we know that the other Spider-Man movies are separate, still separate continuity, despite crossover, um, just imagine Andrew Garfield as um, Mr. Fantastic. Just give him a little bit of gray. I could totally see it. Am I hoping still, like the rest of the internet, that they get John, John Krasinski? Yes. But um, if they didn't, I could totally see Andrew Garfield playing uh, playing Reed Richards. Sandra, it looks like you have something to say. Do you? I do. Okay. One thing, I like the chemistry between Pete and MJ. Also does help the, the fact that the actors were dating in real life, and so I can uh, kind of sweet. He kind of reminds ourselves our old, reminds ourselves as old farts that went during a time when we were young and in love. Yep. Uh, the ending. Yeah. Um, my friend, my some my one friend of mine thinks that it, you know she thinks that she doesn't like the ending. It's sad. I think it's good. Sweet. What? We need some I, emotion. We need yes, a gut I punch. said it was bittersweet but necessary. It is necessary because. Here's my here's my take. It, this this is a reverse origin story. Okay, we see Spider-Man established in his first movie. Now we're he's starting from day one, and also during the during the, his first few appearances with Tony Stark, he's already 
privileged enough. Spider-Man doesn't need to be the adopted son of of Peter, of uh, Tony of Tony Stark. He is a working class hero. That's why I like about Spider-Man. He is working class. You've seen Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's portrayal. They are like living in they are living in like rundown townhouses in Queens. Well, the thing I've always loved with um um with Tom Holland, obviously, that's funny you say that because one of the things I like with Tom Holland is that even though he has the assistance from Tony in his general day-to-day life with him and his mom until they get put into a position, uh, until they get put in that good position, even still, he kind of plays it like a, like a poor kid. Like he still like focuses on the old computers and they can afford to fix. Mm-hmm. You know, he still has, I love the fact that he has his PlayStation 2, uh, in the, in the movie, which I actually thought was kind of cool. And, um, like yeah, he has the yeah he has the the backing and assistance, but at the same time I appreciate the fact that he's still we still show the fact that he's not that his family's not to that point of um all the way up to that point of luxury if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I I guess I see I guess I see your point. It's just like you know just the just the fact that he has that support already like eh. I get you. Yeah, he's like, aw. That's why I like the fact that he made his own Spider-Man suit. Yes, it's I love shiny, his poopy little Ben Riley Spider-Man suit. What? I love his poopy kind of Ben Riley Spider-Man suit, and I was so happy. Sh- huh? Wait, which one? The the original one or the shiny one in the end? Oh, from Homecoming. Okay. Because it's like because a lot of people, I, I was surprised how long it took people to catch on that it is a a real life version of the Ben Riley suit. With the, uh, with the hoodie. Ooh, maybe Ben Riley could be, like, ro- roaming around somewhere. Okay, here's... Okay. Um, I gotta talk about this. I know Spider-Verse is a couple years old, but again, the sequel now, so it's relevant it again. Everyone shut up. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, everyone shut your damn mouth. It's like, Bender, what are you doing here? Um, so watching... watching Going back and watching, re-watching Spider-Verse... Why is nobody realizing that we are in a universe where Ben Riley is actually Peter Parker? Where Ben Riley is actually the real Spider-Man? That is a blonde Spider-Man. Ben Riley oh, is yeah, the only blonde is, Spider-Man. How so that means that? the real Peter Parker must be roaming around. No, it's not that. Because the whole concept of the Spider of the Clone Saga back when it was simple and it was supposed to only be about a year or six months mm-hmm. uh, was that. Ben actually was the real Spider-Man. That's how it was going to end. And they, and of course in the story, where they delayed it for like three years, have run of that shit to little one Peter shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sad because I've met the original writers and they had a really well laid out story and it just went to hell. Um, the concept with that was that he was supposed to be the real Peter. So we get the, got an alternate Spider-Verse and in their world, the implication is that Ben Riley, the quote-unquote clone, is oh, Spider-Man. Okay, and that's why we get that blonde Spider-Man. Yeah. Also, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, did it, did I mention uh, on air about the whole trouble thing? I don't know. We're still on the air, though. Okay. Because, yeah, I was, like, trying to, like, figure out, like, is what's with it? Why is Why do we didn't see Ben... Ben Parker's tombstone at the very end. What's going on? Is he cremated? Is he alive somewhere? And then I start thinking maybe May Park, maybe Aunt May is like, 
you know, Richard Parker's sister. And then, and then all, all for some reason, my galaxy brain go, kind of goes into that the Mark Miller comic trouble, which I am so glad this is not canon. Otherwise, Peter Parker's conception is basically a Greek tragedy. I always assume that, that with this movie and not seeing this grave there, that it was actually a divorce. Yeah, the divorce. I, yeah, and the the Ben Riley, the, the not Ben Riley, the Uncle Ben there is not the Uncle Ben here, and this movie sealed it by giving the with great power comes great responsibility line to Aunt May, which was like one of the most fucking hard to watch scenes because I I love it because so many I hate to say it I I love the MCU, but one of the big things in the MCU is that a lot of characters have plot armor. Like, the more I watch Black Widow, the more I actually enjoy it more. Like, mm-hmm. It's not perfect, but it's a much better movie than I remember it being when I first saw it. But the, one of the big issues still with that movie is that everybody has plot armor. Until Can you the tell, movie explain to the that. audience what the plot armor is? Plot armor. Let's, you know what? Let's look at the definition. Plot armor. Um, Are you going on TV trips or Google? Plot armor. You used to refer to the phenomenon in fiction whereby the main character is allowed to survive dangerous situations because they're needed for the plot to continue. Let's look at the entire car chase scene in Black Widow, for example. Or that whole, like, prison break scene where I was hoping one of them got, like, shot and gra- at least get grazed. I know. But you know what? Um, I am and how many to... times that, and how many times does, like, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton has to go through so many bandages? I'm going to make some people on the internet really pissed off. Which, clearly, as you know, I've never pissed off anyone on social media before. Really? Uh, yeah, never. Never. Oh, cool. Wow. You or, have you have internet armor. Oh, I'm lying. I, I am lying like a motherfucker. But you know what? I piss off all the right people. Or the wrong people. That makes sense. I don't know. Um, you can tell because nowadays. the bullshit complaint about female characters in movies getting attacked by enemies one at a time so they can defeat them is fucking misogynistic horseshit. Because you know what? Watch mm-hmm. any fucking action movie. Watch any Jackie Chan movie where Jackie Chan says, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. And every bad guy runs up at him one at a fucking time. But you know what? You didn't have a problem when there was a guy and it happened. Yeah. But when so... there was a woman... All of a sudden, you had a fucking issue and bitched about birds of prey for a year. The fuck you to all you people with that bitch. It really shows their, their, you know, it's their... It shows their sexism and misogyny. Yeah. I, I'm going to be nice to people. No, 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 be chaotic. That's the reason I'm using that word a lot. It's because you've known me for how long? Uh, see... It's been a long time. I think... I came to, what, I came to, I started ASU in, what, 2006, 2007? Yeah. I, oh my goodness. Dude, we get, we give each other grumpy cat glares for the longest time, which is so weird. I don't understand that. Anyway, uh, back to my thing. Let's see. <laughs> oh, I like the fact. Sandra? Andrew Garfield has so much feelings. Oh, God. Including the one that's like, I always wanted brothers. I love you. I, I do. I, and that's I, the, fa- and that's. Part of me was like, I know this is me and my fan fiction brain, but I want them to be a family. Like, can they be brothers together, live in a shit apartment together, and like, and like, take care of like baby Peter Parker? 
I, I love that. I love that scene so like, much. You know, they they have so much genius. They, he could like go to Empire State University on a scholarship. It's like, yes, that's our boy. Yeah. He, with the same name for some reason. You know what I wanted to happen? I wanted Andrew Garfield just to look to him and say, when this all gets sorted out, I think you and me should get an apartment together. Yeah. Then Brian Fontana just looks at him, take it easy, champ. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or like, or ride off in a, in a car together, or have them ride off to a car together, just like in The Avengers with Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Dude, that's what I would do. Science like, bro the shit out of it. It's like, Leia hate us. <laughs> so are they gonna make gay sex or, ha- or make science? Who the fuck knows, but it's gonna be awesome. Uh, don't go, don't go to the lab. You don't like what you find. It's gonna be really sore for the Hulk. That's all, not for the Hulk, for Iron Man. That's all I'm gonna say. There's metal shrapnel everywhere. <gasps> Zeus knew. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, who, who are we talking about? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? We're chaotic people. It's fantastic. Okay, uh, let's see. I think we talked about how Peter Parker can't get his, <laughs> his connections, including his, re- even he knows Pe- Pepper Potts. Yep. To get his friends into MIT. The alma mater of Tony Stark. By the way, that was the saddest most real shit. Okay. I'm going to go for another rant. Um, okay. Nothing that grinds my gears. Um, the assholes of the world who complain about everyone being canceled. Talk on cancellation called consequences. If you wonder what actual cancellation is, actual cancellation is being told that you can't go to a college even though you're qualified for it, and have done everything right to get there because you're friends with somebody and they want to avoid harming their reputation. That's what that actually is. It's not you saying something racist and getting fired for it. Yeah. Alright, Internet? Yes. So, so get off the Twitter and do something. Yep. And take a long look at yourself in yep. the mirror. All the mirrors. Yes, all the mirrors. Get a full-leg mirror. Get all the mirrors. Make sure... Get the drunk get- mirror. Yes. Get your funhouse mirrors and see the ugly side of yourself. Yep, yep. And, um, and let's I'm see. sorry, uh, I, had to, I had to go there. I had to address that. Yes. Good. Good. Let the hate flow to you. It's not even hate. It's just, it's just or, love, man. It's just injustice. It's love. And, um, you know, you know, I'm hope I'm I just want good things for everyone who's involved in this. This is like my favorite Tom Holland movie. Oh dude, that's great. Wait, you're not I just you're, like, wait, you're gonna tell me that chaos whatever wasn't your favorite Tom Holland movie? <laughs> well, I don't know. I I feel like that would require anyone he to has have a watch whole that life movie. ahead of him. Sure. I mean I just want I don't know, and then I'm surprised I did I did go on about Andrew Garfield that long. Although he's, 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 uh, a, he's a handsome fellow with tall hair, can't hate. <laughs> yes, kind of looks like he, kind of looks like the guy from Psycho. That's kind of weird. Huh? <laughs> oh my goodness! So I'm just hoping, like, the next movie, if if Sony's you know get their head out of their asses, will like you know, it, it's uh, the Amazing Spider-Man and Venom, and they'll like do weird weird crap together yep. or against each other. I don't know. I, someone brought up something on the internet, and I'm totally for this. Um, I can't pronounce his name for the same of my life, but, um, Mark Jr. Ragaragalo. 
Um, the guy who's married to uh, what's your face from um, Modern Family. Oh, uh, Joe Mangiano. Yeah, all that, all that, all that, all that. Mangiano. Yeah, yeah the all, guy those, from, all those vowels. The other guy from Magic Mike. Yeah, the guy whose name is made up of vowels and is a giant nerd and it's fucking glorious. Yes, and he does D and he's the he's a biker dude who does D and D nights and he was in and he was in that one Pee Wee Pee Wee movie. Oh, I love that movie. It made me happy. We were talking about that today, actually. Um, I I need to tell this tell you this after the show. You'd appreciate this. Okay. Um, the um, but someone had a th- someone had a theory, and I'm totally behind this. That we, that he, his character actually break over into the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. He is the one contacted, the Venom, the Venom symbiote that's there and hanging out in Mexico getting drunk, um, attaches itself to him and we get Flash Thompson as Agent Venom. Huh. Even though there's another t- Flash Thompson somewhere. But. Well, yeah, but I, I love that guy. But could you really see him as a kick-ass military vet being possessed by the Venom symbiote? No. Yeah. And, but there is also like somewhere in that MCU, there's a Eddie Brock too. But let's hope it's like you know similar to Tom Hardy's. Uh, there's so many Toms in this in this Marvel <laughs> movies. It's like just Chris, like Chris. Like Chris's. God damn it! Why are you a wizard? Like there's and they're all British and they and their last name starts starts with H. Yep. At least, at least there's no worse Tom, you know. There's no worse Tom. They're all, we all love the Toms. Yep. Especially yes. when they're Mad Max and across the universe. Oh, Mad yes. Mad Maxine across the universe. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, where was I again? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, cause there's no way there's gonna be, although there is gonna be a possibility of a, of a Deadpool Spider-Man, cause you, you read the Spider-Man Deadpool run, right? Oh, by Joe Kelly? Yes. Yes. I've read a little bit of it, and it's just homoerotic adventures in Franklin. Yeah, oh, I love it. okay, never mind. Okay, cross that out, because I can't, I, I don't know, I can't see Ryan Reynolds and make, being all flirty with Tom Holland. That would be really Holland. creepy like, really fast. It was like, okay, do you see the age difference? I mean, we can easily imagine, like, Ryan Reynolds with Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, because they're closer in age, but no. Hey, come on, when, come on. Uh, Tom Dead- Holland has underage vibes. You know what? Being over De- 21. Hey, hey, hey. If dead Quicksilver taught us anything, that shit can fly. <laughs> anyway. But that's so, real life, not, so I don't know if that works. So, yeah, we, we, I have hope on all the things happen to everyone, whether the, the appearance of Venom, Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who owns uh, Deadpool now? Disney? Oh, Disney. Yeah, Disney okay, so there's no way there that Disney and Sony are gonna get the get Deadpool. Yeah, I mean in fact Disney bought Circuit 42 just now. It just happened. Oh no, I had to clean myself up. Yeah, well we're getting money, so that would be cool. Yes. I don't, I'd be happy uh, with that. Anyway, I think that's it. I just uh. So. This add, is any be last easy words? waiting for me. Um. No, not really. I absolutely love this movie, but at the same time, there's so, this movie is so dense, and we barely touched the stretch service, but there's so much to this movie that it's really hard to sort in one review. Um, but I'm, so with me, I'm ready to get right to the ratings. Alright. So, uh, five out of five. Fucking perfect movie. 
five out of five for me. Yeah. I love, I love it. I love it. I was, I, I, at first I had deep reservations going in. I don't want to get hurt, but I, I don't want to, but I was like satisfied. Like, whew, they gave me everything I wanted and more. I love it. Yeah, this is great. Um, for those who haven't noticed, oh, as we get to the end of the show. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. Um, it's, this whole thing is a love letter to, all the spider all the Spider-Mens. All the Spider-Mens that I loved. <laughs> because there is no, like, perfect Spider-Man. You can yeah. have your favorite, but in the end, we're all the... Every, everyone is everyone's favorite. Everyone is, is, a, is a Spider-Man. Is everyone's favorite Spider-Man. I was so happy today, speaking of which, because we were at Target with the, with the Cosmo, and so he was getting so much love from everybody. And, um, like, like, so many kudos, and he's, and he's a little attention hound, so he's just like, <laughs> he's just loving it. But, um, we were in line, and the person in front of us was talking to the cashier and saying, did you know there was this, like, Japanese Spider-Man show in the 70s? And they yep. just heard about it, and I, and I was telling him, dude, okay, this is why the show is awesome and you should watch it. There is a dinosaur for some reason. There's a little cowboy kid that's never properly explained. <laughs> and he has a robot. And he's it's kind of like a Power Rangers thing with Spider-Man? Yes. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to watch this right now. I'm going to go to watch it. But I'm like, I'm so happy. That's better than the uh, the 80s Spider-Man, which Spider-Man looks kind of look like a, a Speed Racer. looks like Speed Racer. <laughs> oh, dude. Sam Lee publicly said that he actually prefers the Japanese Spider-Man show to the, um, to the American one that was made in the 70s. Because he actually... He just straight up said, yeah, the action was better, or they actually did their own thing, it wasn't just a one-in-one copy with boring action scenes. And I'm like, damn, Stan. Who's that, man? You're in the man. With the spam. man with the can of spam. Speaking of the man with the can of spam, unfortunately, as you probably realized, uh, Daniel Williams, he hasn't left the show. He will be a constant in the show, and we love him for it. Never grouchy, never angry. It's our buddy David Williams. Unfortunately, he did have some technical issues, so he would not be able to be in for the rest of the the show. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what? We know that he loves, we know that he loves this new Spider-Man movie. Dan is picky about Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2 was his favorite movie forever. And he actually told me- Who, who, who doesn't? Right? And he told me outside of the show that not only does he consider this not only did he consider this better than Spider-Man 2, but he considered this the best Spider-Man movie to franchise so far. Oh, definitely. It's like, again, this is a love letter yeah. to anyone who watches the the movies starting from Sam Raimi in 2002. Um, real quick, if you've never read the original Spider-Man story, you should read it, uh, everybody, uh-huh. because not only do we get Japanese Spider-Man in there, and his and his famous quote of "I am the emissary of hell, and I shall hmm. fight this great evil for all fate, for the fate of all spiders," which I still don't understand. But um, we also get a one panel where Morlun just straight up killed the, uh, the amazing friends. What? Which is the most darkly funny thing ever. Um, let me find well, this because well, it's kind of hu- well, well, it's kind of like you know cheesy. The Amazing Friends. 
Oh no! I and then, we, and then you love just, and friends. This is so bad. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, they're they're in every like in every iteration of like the animated Spider-Man series, there is like some sort of Amazing Friends, including like the Disney like XD Spider-Man with the team of Shield eight Shield superheroes, including Luke Cage. Yeah. And then you got yourself the Dizzy Junior, which I like. I like it. That's cute. We were Spidey and his amazing friends. Although I suggest a better superhero name for Miles Morales. Ah, uh, what? Wait, what's his name? Spin. Oh, that's terrible. I was like, I get it, but it's like Spin sounds like should be like a like a a name for an animal or a robot or an AI. So yeah, check out that image that I just posted in the chat. All right. So let me. T- so Ian shows me an image of of some dude choking Spider-Man through him across uh, the room, Marloon, and then Miss Lion, the dog. Is that it? Is that her name? Uh, yeah, Miss Lion. Those arf arf. And then all of a sudden, oh no! They killed St- Starfire and and Iceman, and they Ice killed. Man. Oh, and I love that they have the poster of the Hulk that they always had in there, which always confused me. It's like, do Marvel Comics exist here? I'm very confused by this. And I love that they smash him into his record, their little record player computer system from the from Spider-Man's friends. So is he, so is he, I know, I know they're dead, you told me, but is oh. he dead? Oh yeah, because that's the amazing French version. Because he's been tracking down and killing all of them. But you know what? Okay. I give Mortal credit. He did not kill Miss Lion. I know. Goddamn that's wizard. Like, that's like, that's like, how to cancel a, ca- a comic book character. Kill the dog. Yep. But, um, yeah, that's one of the, still one of the greatest names of all time in Spider-Man history. Oh yeah, and you know what the kicker is in this image? In the image, you can see a bit of, uh, of Iceman's actual hair. Yep. So this, so, cause in the Amazing Friends, he's all ice. And I love that little detail. Wait, no, they show him without his eyes in the, um, in the, oh, in his human form whenever it, like, partially transformed, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, oh my god, we were watching the, um, I gotta go with this little aside, then we'll wrap up the show, but, um, mm-hmm. we were watching the quote unquote Halloween episode where, uh, because we've been watching on Disney Plus, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love, like some of the bizarre animation errors when someone's mustache is squeezing into their nose and to their mouth for some reason. What? I'm like, what the fuck? Why did you become Chain Tatum's face? And, um, seriously, what is with Chain Tatum's oh, head? Speak- oh, speaking of weird animation, that, there is a scene in the, in No Way Home where they are, where all the Peter Parkers are pointing at each other. You know, I know. The, and it was perfect for this I know, it's like, show. It, it was like a moment, but that's the best moment of our lives. <laughs> Yep. But, um. Yes. But, um. Yeah, during the episode where. Okay. I'm not making this up. This mm-hmm. is something that must often be said when watching Spider-Man as a defense. So there's an episode where Dracula is there. And has the hots for Firestar. Mm-hmm. Because, well, let's as see, you do. Firestar's costume was. She was basically a redhead with yellow body paint. So I get it, Dracula. I understand. Um. Of course, redheads in Marvel movies. Yep. And so, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's in Wolverine jeans. Who the fuck knows? 
But um, this is all, all I mean, remember that right remember there. that one that one uh, comic and one episode of of uh, Disney's Spider Man where where Wolverine and Spider Man switch bodies and they had to deal with each other's crap. Yeah. And then was... Spider and then Wolverine oh, was like hitting past. up. Yes. Was being yeah. all creepy. And it's like Bendis, we know you can write. What the fuck is this? Um. Sad thing is, the rest of Ultimate Spider-Man is so good, but that's the part that most mainstream fans know about because they read it on the internet, which is often the case for modern comic fandom, sadly. But, um, all these people getting into it initially, it's like, I read this thing. I'm like, read the comic. Actually, read it. No. Okay, fine. Don't read the Wikipedia article like me. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? But that's still research. You're still doing research, man. Yeah, like, I have a giant coffee table book. It's called the, the Marvel Encyclopedia. Um, and I just admired it with way too many books. But, um, way too many comic books, way too many novels. I read too many things. And that's You're like that meme of all, like, of, like, that one, di- that one person, whether man or woman, with the lots of books that's being neglected. Oh no, I read the shit out of them, that's a problem. Oh. Oh. Well you just you just need uh you just need more more bookshelves and then your then your then your house will look like the library from Beauty and the Beast. Ah oh, dude, I want that shit, man. I can wear I can pull off the yellow drive, I'm pretty sexy. But um <laughs> but um yeah, so basically what happens, speaking of the yellow dress of being sexy, um, as the story goes on, she's taken to Dracula's castle. So, they start off at a Halloween party and Firestar gets taken away and hypnotized, even though she's clearly, like, hot, hot to rock with Dracula. So I'm like, Dracula, why are you doing this? Why do you even have to hypnotize her, bro? And so they go off to the castle, and, like, Iceman and Spider-Man are, like, jealous, and since they're still figuring out their personal issues, I guess they totally want to bang Starfire. So, like, uh-huh. let's go rescue her, bro. And so they go to the castle in Transylvania. So we've gone from New York to Transylvania in the matter of hours. And, um, after all this is done, the twist with him and his little Renfield sidekick and everything is that, no, it's a series of robots. I'm like, what was the point? Why, if you were just using robots and shit, why did you even go all the way to Transylvania? If you're creating uh, a massive hallucination or delusion, why don't you just pull some Jason Wingard shit out of your ass? Uh, do some mastermind stuff, fake it right there in New York. And what was the, and it kind of ruins the idea of having a Halloween special, but it turns out it's all robots. You just turned a fan, a dark fantasy episode into a science fiction. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which, it, which, you know, tends to overlap, like, like, likes of, like, Frankenstein, but still. So before you, before you wrap the show, I need to touch on one more. And I can touch up on one more thing too. It's gonna go be a it. quick one. Yes, you go first. Okay. Just, I love the overall reception of Andrew Garfield when he first came came out of the portal yep. with the with the screaming and the and everyone's like and we we're just like in this renaissance and as as much as I like the being in this Andrew Garfield renaissance I kind of stopped thinking like wait a minute a moment ago you were hating hating his character hating his movies what's going on did you did just, just admit you guys are wrong, and you realize that Sony did him dirty. Yeah, they totally did. And, um, good God, like, here's the thing. I don't dislike Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
Yes. Uh, internet, you can hate me if you want to. I've never really disliked the movie. I disliked parts of the movie, but it's a movie that's very easily fixed, and it's a movie that was clearly muddled by 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 producers. And studio people I, didn't know what they're I doing. I think that's the same sandwiches. thing with Spider-Man 3. There's yeah. a good movie out inside, it's, including the, the whole issues with, like, Peter Parker trying to balance things out with MJ, like, you know, Kirsten Dunn's MJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, because that's if realistic. You, if you just cut the, the stupid ending, bringing back the, um, bringing back the rhino, and you end it with the funeral, mm-hmm. that would have been a different movie. Like, if you ended it with the death, uh, not only the death of Gwen, but the permanence of it, and the funeral scene, and the reveal of the father, and the fact that this is a kid who clearly has issues, mm-hmm. and tells his father that why, not only does he immediately initially disbelieve him and not think it's him, but then he immediately is like, yeah, why the how do you tell me sooner? And I'm like, and having that, and having the movie end with him and his father having that conversation in front of the grave, that would have been a movie that people would have remembered. Remember yeah. Paul. But instead, we got we have to bring back Paul Giamatti eating the fucking scenery in his dumb robot suit. We need the director's cut. We need, like, you know, a Richard Donner cut thing. Yeah. Dude, we need a fucking Snyder cut, man. Snyder cut, r- Donner cut, some sort of cut. Yeah, web cut. Mark Webb. Web, web cut, web. Yes, flip, web flip, cut. Flip, flip, flip. Hashtag web cut. Hashtag web cut. Anyway, that's my last thing. Oh. And thank, you for, thank you for enduring my little thirst moment. Bro. We all, we all thirst. It's okay. It's that hair, man. It's fucking fancy. Um, his hair, his hide. I mean, dude. what? I'm sorry. <laughs> dude, it's all about the, t- it's all about the, t- it's all about the tall brown haired Spider-Man. They're awesome. Those eye, those anime eyes. <laughs> um. Speaking, <laughs> I'm speaking. sorry. Did my thir- my thirsty, my thirsting for the amazing Spider-Man got to you? Ah, oh, dude, that rubs on, that rubs off on me, man. Like I can I can relate to that to that boy, you know, with his with his tallness and his brown hair and his eyeballs. I totally. I mean, it would be some weird <laughs> shit if we got together. But you know what? We find a way to make that okay, work. Be, okay, okay, okay. If, if you next have to go the other way, place. which one do you? Which 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 Spidey would you prefer? Dude, have you seen female? Have you seen the female Garfield? Oh my god, that's like, whoo, I think, Damn. uh, something's like, awakened okay, me so here. So, is this Agent Carter's, this is Agent Carter's daughter? Cause, why do they look this, why do they look like? It's kind of weird. Okay, yeah, someone says, like, she, like, well, you know, them, Andrew Garfield looks like that one model, like, I, I like, Emily Wachikowski, I think. Yeah. Well, no, who honestly, is I think... At, who is dropped at gorgeous. No, honestly, Meanwhile, I think you got yourself Ben Tobey Maguire, who looks a little bit like a like a like a guy in a wig. <laughs> no, it's Jodie Foster. I was gonna. Oh. Uh, yeah, Don't Jody be mean Foster. to Jodie Foster. We we love Jodie Foster. Yeah. Jodie Foster is one of my most underrated movies of the past couple of years. Hotel Artemis, where yeah. she was amazing. And I'm not. And jury's still out about them. Uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, I don't know why, but like, like Haley Atwell has always been like. A giant crush of mine since I first saw the um, first Captain America, and oh. um, when I saw this, I'm like, okay, so you're apparently just Haley Atwell's daughter, and that's kind of weird to me, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, but um, ooh, that's ooh, seek ooh, sequel or recast or recast and Andrew Garfield as like, like Haley Atwell and Sharon Carter. 
ooh, recast Andrew Garfield as like the like a son of a or the great grandson of a Agent Carter because it's I think it would imply like like Agent Carter has kids. Well, dude, why do people always forget that the principal from the Spider-Man movies is the um, is the grandson? Is the son of the son of the grandson the grandson of um of the character from the Captain America from the first movie? I don't know. People are not that vigilant. On... People, are, people are dumb. Yes. <sighs> Ooh, I should show oh. you this meme. Oh, uh, why are you in the meme? So oh. my last little rant on Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. They have an episode where they cross over with the X-Men. And it's the X-Men from Pride of the X-Men. Except with Ooh. much crappier animation because Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. And they put oh. Thunderbird in there. Yeah, Thunderbird was only in like one issue up until like Recently, when they finally resurrected him. But, um, they don't give him any dialogue at all. And apparently, they gave him a secondary mutation where he could turn into a bear, because shut up, he can. A oh, bear? Yeah that's, yeah, that's pretty spot on right there. I love this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, this person, it's because, you know, you couldn't make it more of a stereotypical Native American character. He can also turn into a bear now. Because, you know, there you are. A bear? <laughs> yes. This happens, and they fight Magneto, and it's terrible, and it's beautiful, and it's great. And it's like one of the worst animation I've ever seen that makes me happy. But yes, that meme is correct. Uh, portable Tom Holland. He's almost as, he's almost as tall as that lady. But, um. <laughs> oh my god. Aww. Short stack. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we love him. Portables. Little, little miscast, uncharted actor. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe we'll change, I don't know. Maybe we'll change her tune. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. But, um, I mean, it's Avi era doing something by himself, so I doubt it. But, Are you um, saying that he can't carry a role by himself? No, 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 he totally can. It's just, why did they can't, why did they, um, like, normally Mark Wahlberg can always piss out of me, um, but, like, this is a role where I'm like, so you have Mark Wahlberg, who would totally play Nathan Drake, because he's an arrogant douchebag, and, mm. um, I hate Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> Who does it? No. First off, he's still racist. I don't care if he apologized. But, you know, I guess we forget that because he finally got his GED. Um, <laughs> this is not me being an asshole, by the way. This is actually all the real things that happen. Um, so, don't worry, that, he has that burger place and also the anti-vaxxer he, <laughs> he's with. Oh, God, really? <laughs> well, it got worse? Jesus Christ. Okay. I think they're married or something. I don't know. Okay, dude, come on, man. Be like John Cena. Marry a smart person. Be like George Clooney. Marry a smart person. Yep, they're married. Oh, motherfucker. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, she's known as uh, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. Before... Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Okay, I before before I get more upset, um, let's wrap this up. Okay. This is a great fucking movie. This is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. It's right there with Spider-Verse. You know what? Spider-Verse is still my favorite. But this is still really awesome. This is like Endgame. I'm like under Endgame euphoria here. Uh, euphoria. You, you made one more day good. I know. Think it's, about that. It's, it's, they made, it, ma- it made the concept make more sense because he needs to protect his friends. Not oh, it, like give a, his grandmotherly aunt <laughs> a reason to live or something. Plus, Zendaya is forever beautiful, so I'm going in with that bias, because, my god, it's, it's just retarded. Sorry, that's a bad word. 
Uh, three, two, one. It's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. There you go. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. But you know what? Credit to that little, that little tiny guy. He's like, you know what? I am confident. I appreciate the fact that he is confident enough to have a to have a woman in his life who is taller than him. Because I hate, I fucking hate these like these quote unquote alpha guys who are such alphas except when it comes to their uh, the idea of a woman being taller than them. I'm like, fuck off. Well, I, I don't know. I was just thinking uh, like uh, Holland has some BD BDE stuff going on. What that? Big dick energy. You know what? Rock on. <laughs> Rock on. Shine on, you crazy diamond. You little cute little British dude. Yeah, with your terrible haircut you have right now. God, that shit. What, what is, okay, uh, so tell me, what, his current haircut, is that like a fluff, is that like a different kind of fluffy? You know what his hairstyle is? His hairstyle is, I'm too lazy to cut my hair. I have oh, that yeah, hairstyle. I, I, it was called moving out, it was called moving out on my own. Okay, because I think there's another haircut where he does have that buzz cut, which kind of goes. You know, he kind of have like, you know, what if what if uh, Tom Holland grew up in the nasty streets of London? Bro, we all know the best Tom Holland look. This is look on Bips and Battle. Just, just rock it, man. Endorse that shit. Yes. For those who don't know, um, second to Rihanna, the, the beautiful Rihanna that she is, t- Tom Holland is the second best, if not tied, Rihanna. It's kind of helps that he's he 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 did ballet. Mm-hmm. So with the so with the homoerotic review of the homoerotic adventures of Spider Man and um, and my thirst and my yeah. thirsting podcast and apparently mine too. So there you go. <laughs> We're gonna conclude this Spider Man thirst podcast. <laughs> spider thirst. Spider thirst. It's just a spider thirst. thirst. <laughs> oh. And so with that, fantastic show. Thank you, everybody. I am your host, Ian, Ian McBean McIntosh, Lord of all things, awesome. This is Sandra Mc, Sandra McBandra, Banana Fama Fama. She don't is the go best to my educator. Tumblr. Don't if go to you my do, Tumblr right Don't now. go to my Tumblr or Twitter. If you do, it's Sandra Soapbox. Our you conversations are tame check, right now. Check my Instagram. That's safe. For now. Yeah. Our, our con- if, guys, if you want to get an idea, our conversations on this show, especially the latter half, they are tame in comparison to what you'll find on Sandra's social media right now. <laughs> Let her selectively send her adorable imagery to Spider-Man. Don't, don't explore it for yourself. <laughs> so with that, uh, you can find Circuit 42. On Facebook, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. God, we need to update our Twitter and our Instagram. So share Instagram. But um, with that, thank you, thank you all of you for coming on, listening to the show, listening to the ramblings and homoerotic, homoerotic subtext of this review. And oh, it's Spider-Man. What do you expect? He's so are, it's tights. Is it subtext? Is it really subtext, Andrew? I mean. Are any of my are any of my ramblings in this review subtext at all, or is I it mean, just pure text? I don't know. I just thinking if there is an image of us in this in this one podcast episode, it's just us being like, oh. look at that hair, man. <laughs> look at those oh, eyes. Look at that hair. 
So are we, ta- are we talking about Zendaya or are we talking about Andrew Garfield? No, uh, it doesn't feel either way. There, yes, there's that, there one, that one great scene. I know, it's it's beautiful. I know. The most beautiful people in the world. Rock on, you wonderful people. Um, we, yes. This is sober, Ian, by the way. I uh, <laughs> just want to let you all know, uh, at some point this year, you will hear Drunk Ian, I promise. So think about that. If this is sober, Ian, what is Drunk Ian? I don't know. So with that, thank you again for listening to Circuit 42. Look for Circuit 42 on iTunes, look for on Spotify. Weirdly enough, our best numbers are on iHeartRadio. Who listens hmm. to iHeartRadio? Hey, don't knock it. That's our. You said there's our largest audience is there. That's your bread and butter, man. Even though I, I kind of sho- I showed, I showed my friends the Spotify link, but who knows? No, no, Spotify is your second highest. iHeartRadio. Oh, Spotify you're welcome. Your Thank you. Um, iHeartRadio is our second highest, and iTunes is our lowest because it's a real pain in the ass to listen to any podcast on iTunes. I found. But, um, I know, I, I know it because I was listening to podcasts back when, in 2006. In the year 2000. Okay. So, with that, thank you again. Have a great night, everybody. Go watch Spider-Man again, because you know you're going to. Although and, apparently and, Scream is really fucking awesome. And bring, and stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty. Good night.